0: For the Interrobank and gracias, Espinosa. And welcome to this episode, finally, <laughs> 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 on the Red Couch podcast, Stefan Satya. I pronounce... Got it right. Yeah?
1: You got the second one right.
0: <laughs> the president of French Student Union. So, welcome, finally. Thank you, I
1: know. It was uh, two months overdue. <laughs> I supposed to do it in November.
0: <laughs> well, but it's, it's on video. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: I wanted video, right.
0: So you know where, why we are here, but obviously, mm, we want to introduce this mm-hmm. topic and this uh, well, this referendum to all the students. So obviously, between March 4th and 6th, this referendum will be held through Fanshawe Online, mm-hmm. but we would like to know the purpose of this, of this vote.
1: Right, so the referendum is uh, going to be about a food security fee. Uh, that will be $2 per semester for full-time students. Uh, that'll be paid by full-time students and so the idea uh, of this referendum or the reason that it came to be uh, stemmed from all the food insecurity issue that the student body is facing both uh, from the instant incidents and instances that happen in the community as well as on campus um, and across the nation actually so it's a much larger issue and this is uh, this is our way of responding to that and, and in to eventually reduce the impact of food insecurity on campus. Uh, So uh, that's why all of this came to end up in in, in the referendum. So it's for a food food security fee for $2, um, and that's what the voting is going to be uh, in March.
0: When you talk about the security of the the food, what do you want to say, I mean, what is the when they say the purpose is because on your website, I mean the website mm-hmm. of FSG, obviously, explained that this new funding will help improve existing food programs. So I I would like to know if this security I, is related to this improving or how we can connect these ideas. Right.
1: So if for those of you who don't know. Um, in the FSU, we have uh, something called as the sharing shop. Okay. So the sharing shop is uh, our sort of food bank, right? It's, uh, so it used to be, it used to have its own physical location um, before the construction started on Innovation Village. And we used to have a space dedicated for it. And we used to do all walk-ins and uh, all sorts of things. So it used to function as a proper food bank on campus. Um, and we, but we later transitioned to uh, a support uh, center and so once we moved, once we lost our extension of the building, we had to move into much uh, smaller space. So we just used uh, a portion of our building as storage, and we shifted to a gift card uh, system. So students could access uh, a $50 gift card up to three times a semester uh, to support in in case they're going through food insecurity or, or they're in a tough spot um, during that semester. Maybe you know they don't have a job, they're they lack hours, and they're they're struggling to pay their rent and groceries, things like that. So we want it. So that was how it used to function, right? And uh, last year uh, we had an instance where we hey, we went over mm-hmm. budget because uh, the forms that were used to being filled actually were shared to the student community um, in 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 a way that shouldn't have been done, and so we ended up getting a lot of requests, and we we don't want to be in a place to decide if someone's in a need or if it's an abuse. So we ended up serving everyone and helping everyone, but it, it reached a point where it, was too, it went too, too much. Um, we went over budget and we had to immediately shut it down. And over the summer, Uh, We reopened it again, but with the help of transition learning advisors from Fanshawe College, and we were doing student referrals. So it decreased a little bit, but then again, the impact on the community increased a lot. And this college stepped in to send an announcement out to the students to inform them of existing resources on campus so that students don't go into the community and overwhelm the community support because they're donation-based.
0: Yeah, because uh, the name is Sharing Shop, you have just mentioned. Okay, because that's uh, the question that I have. Uh, Is that at risk because with the higher demand or? Right. I mean, uh, because you have just mentioned about the problem that we, I mean, there are um, food banks decided to ban mm-hmm. banned, uh, international students mm-hmm. and that's why I want to know if the service shop is at risk with higher demand or why is more funding required to sustain it.
1: So. Uh, currently, the way we operate is we we dedicate a small, very small portion of our budget okay. to the sharing shop because we wanted to operate it as a gift card resource, okay. right? And then we do food hampers one, uh, every now and mm-hmm. then, depending on uh, the capacity that we have. Uh, but it, it was not run as a complete food bank, right? Okay. It's, it's it's more of a crisis support. Got it. But because of the increased need, we kept going over budget be- because we still want to help students. We we're not we we're not going to say. Oh, we reached our limit and we're going to immediately stop but it it has now reached a point where we where we are you know running out of budget a, a lot right mm-hmm. so we wanted to shift the way we operated uh, and that is why because the the rest of the amount came from donations from Fancher College yeah. sometimes from the alumni association and sometimes from if somebody from the community wants to donate to the food bank and that's how we we sustained it but it was not It's not a sustainable model because it's based on donations, right? The same way the food banks in the community run and other community kitchens run, it's donation based. It's not a government funded service. There's no constant funding. But when we decided that it's going to be like a food security fee, we wanted to shift the way we did it, right? Because we didn't want to be again, giving out gift card because that's not sustainable. Okay. We wanted food programming to grow uh, in a larger way. So that's why we, we are thinking in terms of more free breakfast, uh, more healthier options, like possibly a grocery, uh, a way for students to get groceries on campus Mm -hmm. and a a partnership that can exist so then we make it available ideally to every campus um, according to the needs of those campuses um, so that it it grows bigger than a gift card we we end up providing students a way for them to get their groceries but or, or or at least have access to to free food on campus so that you know if a lot of people have early morning classes, right? Mm-hmm. You come, you might skip the classes. You might be living far away that takes two yeah. buses. You won't have time for getting breakfast. But our hope is that we increase the frequency of those breakfasts uh, on multiple campuses. And mm-hmm. we end up you know, serving those students who, who might be in actual need of, of getting that free breakfast. They can grab and go. And then uh, when we looked at the numbers, if I give you a gift card, you it serves you but if i use that same amount for that one gift card and i divide it in terms of a free breakfast program i can end up serving more students right so that's what we want to maximize the the single dollar every dollar that we're going to spend mm-hmm. um, so that we end up serving more students on more campuses right and more options for students so that's uh, the idea that's the idea behind it
0: of course um um you talk about increasing healthy food options. So I would like to know if you heard about students who who are upset with the current options for, for them with the um, meal plan. I don't know if you heard, or because I would like to know uh, why this is the moment to do this referendum and it's because you re- receive feedback about uh, you should improve the higher of the uh, increasing, sorry, the healthy
1: yep. food uh, options. Um. So, so our so that's also a conversation that we're having with our staff in terms of the existing yeah. food services that we have on campus with the hospitality team. Um, because yes, I'm aware of the, the the concerns of the students not having healthy options, yeah. but. I'll tell you one thing. So this was a conversation when I started my presidency and when it was during the summer, we were actually doing an open house and a lot of the parents came and asked about healthy options. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. So it's not that the FSU hasn't tried to have healthy options on campus before. Um, they have tried yeah. a couple of times, but it doesn't have the same um, interest as the other options, okay. right? Um, so we want, if we are to provide healthy options, we want to be able to provide it all the mm-hmm. year, or throughout the year, and we want a lot of students to go for it. Mm-hmm. If there isn't a lot of students going for the healthy options, then it doesn't make, from an operational point of view, for the hospitality de- mm. for team to provide that option uh, at the restaurant or the, the, the food service station, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this though, um, because we're re- rethinking the existing food services, mm-hmm. um, one, one of the things that we put to the hospital team is like maybe think what what do, what is what do students want in terms of healthy food options right obviously we're doing this referendum but it is going to be followed by uh, a series of surveys or, or or a big survey to understand how can we tailor this to the students right like dietary options Mm -hmm. included, right? So not just in terms of healthy food, but okay, we're thinking of healthy food. So like what what other dietary needs is on campus Mm -hmm. and how do we include that in the food programming? Uh, Not just the referendum, but also on our Mm -hmm. existing food services. We do have halal options, right? We do have a vegetarian options, but if yeah. we do include a food security fee, we, through the free breakfast or through whatever food programming is going to come out of this, mm-hmm. we want to be able to tailor that to the student needs. So the survey is will be going out after this. So if it's successful, we will put a survey out to the students to understand, okay, this is what the student body is mm-hmm. wanting. Let's tailor accordingly. So
0: Yeah, because obviously uh, uh, between, I mean, with all the possibilities that perhaps uh, students, I mean, the next students the, in the next program could have. I don't know if you thought or you focus on uh, international students who have a, a vegetarian diet. I mean, the reality is a lot of Indian students, for mm-hmm. example, they they don't eat meat yeah. and they would like to, to be sure that they are eating, um, you know, something that it was not uh, prepared with a pan, or uh, that other employees uh, used to prepare, for example, a a burger. I mean, a burger, not vegan burgers. I mean, I'm talking about a a burger with meat or bacon. So I don't know if you thought about this community.
1: Mm -hmm. So I know that we have existing vegetarian options, but I understand the specific concerned mm-hmm. that you're talking about about the utilization of the equipment and the utensils that we use to cook the meals mm-hmm. or to prepare the meals. Yeah. Uh, so from an operational point of view, it is. It is um, it is a lit- It is too much to have. Like it'll be a lot to have a separate equipment that only does uh v- vegetarian food and yeah. only like that we have to buy another equipment that's specifically for that so space money and cost is going to be a concern in that regard mm-hmm. if we have a specific uh, equipment that we're only going to use right and for the staff working there it's an additional task oh, okay um so more thought has to be provided on that, and in terms of how if like if there is a pressing need for something like that, and if that's a concern? It's not that we lack in vegetarian options. We have vegetarian options on campus, not just with the FSU, but also with uh, Chartwells too. Um, but yeah, that's we're we're. We're not unaware of it. That has come up, like once in a, in a conversation, that about uh, d- the difference in equipment that we use. But the answer that I had from the uh, staff at the hospitality was like, that's an extra equipment. That's uh, more space required. And if you look at the stations that we have, you, you would understand where the space limitation is. So,
0: right now, students uh, will pay two dollars per semester to make this change. But I don't know if it's, will be this be enough.
1: So. The unique thing about this uh, this referendum is that, oh, yes, we are asking for a $2 fees, food security fees for the students, but Fancher College has agreed to match dollar for dollar. So if you pay $2, Fancher College matches those $2 with another two and together that becomes the food security budget. And uh, the FSU will be uh, administering the food programming. And uh, also I wanna say that uh, the. Uh, we have connected with other uh, members in the college. And the the idea that we want to put to the student community is that caring community that we have at Fanshawe and the triangle of that sharing community. So it's Fanshawe College, the students and the Alumni Association. So that is the triangle that we're looking at. So we've talked with the Alumni Association and they've agreed to support us in terms of food programming, in terms of uh, donations and in terms of advertising um, and reaching out to the alumni community that we have. We have a very large alumni community and we're we, they, they have agreed to reach out to them to support this. And we want to show the student community that it's not just the FSU that's asking for these fees. Um, or or for this need it's it's all together everyone is coming to the front to to for to fight this issue Mm -hmm. and it takes numbers right it takes numbers to pass the referendum because it's we need a lot of people to voice their opinion and to vote and for this to even pass right so that is required at the same time this was our way of ensuring that the college is also accountable and is also on the table for this decision so that they match the dollars and also the Alumni Association, because they're our alumni, they're part of our uh, Fanshawe community, because they're the ones that graduated from Fanshawe, they're in different aspects of their life, and they're better able to help current students because you know they, know they also know what a student has gone through because they were once a student, so.
0: You have two options, yes or no, but what would you say to students thinking of voting no? Maybe they don't want their fees to increase, or they don't want them used this way. I mean, perhaps they want to invest that that two dollars another kind of issues that they find here at vanshee college
1: so for someone, obviously, if somebody wants to vote no um you know I would always ask like why the why what is the reason behind the no and Obviously asking for an extra $2, even if it's an extra $2 when everyone's going through a difficult time financially. I know it's a big ask or it's a hard, it's a difficult ask, uh, but I will see this though. Always look uh, when, when there's a fee increase or there's an ask for a fee, I, I would always say like, look at what the opportunity is what, if it passes. So if it's a yes, and if that fee is implemented, what is the benefit that you're going to get? yes, you're paying $2, but what is that $2 is going to give back to you, your friends, your classmates, and to other students, right? For you, $2 might be you know less than the cup of coffee that you're buying, right? But if that $2 goes in, it turns into $4 with the matching of the college, that turns into more free breakfast on more campuses, more services to students. And in a, in, in a way, we, it helps us fight the fight against food insecurity. Then I would highly encourage you to vote yes. If you can take this opportunity to help your classmate or that other student on campus who you you're meeting on a regular basis, you're sitting them with in the class, you're doing projects together, you're learning in the classroom, but you don't, you might not know what they're going through behind closed doors. Personally, I've been through that. I've been through food insecurity, and I know what it is to be in front of the students when I was. It was during the election time. I was a star. Everyone knew me. It was the highlight of my student life. But behind closed doors, I was surviving on the extra protein bars that I had that I used for campaigning as part of campaigning material, but nobody knew about it. Nobody knew that this person was going through food insecurity or didn't have enough money to buy groceries to sustain himself for a month. Nobody knew that. So I really relate to that struggle because I might not know what the other person is going through, but it is a reality in the student community. No matter how much you deny it, look at the articles, look at the newspapers, look at the reality that's happening in the London community or even across fa- uh, Canada, you know that this, is, this exists and we want to be able to serve our students in the best way possible in the, with the best programming that we can, co- we can organize and that is why we're asking for you to support this. And that is my answer if you are somebody who is on the fence or even asking, you're willing to go for no.
0: Uh, well, before this interview, I was talking with Hannah, the editor mm-hmm. of Interrobank. Uh, we were talking out there, there will, I mean, there will be students who are thinking perhaps that, well, next s- scholarship, i not going to be here. So mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm going to, you know, to vote, uh, yes or no. I think it's important because it's not only for, um, uh, I mean, I think it's important for the next generation of the students that they have different uh, options because when I was a student here and I was um, at financial residence, for example, I missed a lot um, um, food that, that perhaps I was not available uh, one year ago to, to buy it. Mm-hmm. For example, I was not available to buy um, uh, everyday uh, meat or fish mm-hmm. or um, and I missed that kind of food when I was um, Studying and um, obviously I was trying, you know, to all the time to fix the the budget, but I really really miss in my meal plan, for example, the possibility to to buy that that kind of food. So if you think when you were studying here and, and all the issues that you had with food, uh, it will be great if you vote for next students who can have this problem and you can help them. So I think it's it's good to th- it will be great to think not. Of us, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be great to think, yeah. about the n- the next students, you know, because Yo, at the I, end I, we want to to improve the the life here, yeah,
1: absolutely, <laughs> uh, like look around you, like everything that you're experiencing right now was once developed or thought of, or once Mm -hmm. was an idea of somebody that came before you. They might not be here right now to experience it, but they wanted that to happen, right? One thing that I mentioned when we opened Innovation Village is I'm the most lucky of all the executives Mm -hmm. that were here because I got to open Innovation Village and be at the front and center. But I wouldn't have had that chance if five years ago, somebody contributed to that idea. Come, somebody mm-hmm. signed the check or somebody uh, said that, hey, yes, let's uh, let, yeah, support, we... like, mm-hmm. support this. Like Fi- We students want to support this. They didn't know me. They didn't know I was going to come to Canada or I was going to be president. But, you know, they eventually did it. But one you know, down the line, I got to be the lucky one to experience it. So, yeah, even if you might not be here, this is your chance to help that somebody else down the line. So.
0: And Stefan, are you confident to you can get the number of votes you need for this referendum to pass? I mean, with all the explanation, all our thoughts, you think people are going to vote
1: <laughs> see, having gone through a referendum or an attempt for uh, clearing a referendum last year i I was determined this year uh that if whatever happens like whatever initiative we take i'm I'm not going to admit defeat right I'm not going to stop so I'm fully confident that we we will get the numbers it is a high number that has that has never been reached in our history but if we do end up getting it it'll be historic and so because of that reason I'm confident that we'll hit the numbers and First and foremost, right? If I believe that if I don't have that confidence that it would pass, then I cannot convince somebody else to support it. So I personally, yes, I believe it, and my whole team is backing me up with it, and we got the support of so many people. So yes, I'm confident, and we're going to go full throttle on this. Um, And I hope the student community responds (laughs) uh, the same way.
0: Um, Finally, please remind us the days that people can vote and how they can they can do it. I mean.
1: Yeah, so the voting period, it starts from March uh, 5 to 7, uh, so it'll be 5, 6, and 7, and there'll be three days of voting. You, the, you will receive the link on the first page of your FOL, so as when the voting period starts uh, and you log into your FOL, it'll be on the announcements page. There'll be a link to go vote, so you'll have your chance to vote for your choice of candidate for president, your choice of candidate for eight directors, your choice of candidate for board of governors, and the referendum. So you'll have all these four choices to make. So you get one shot at uh, picking all of those. So uh, make sure you vote. Uh, you have three days to vote. And um, yeah, as soon as the voting starts, we will be out there campaigning and promoting the election and voting. So yeah, watch out for it and uh, spread the word as much as you can. Um, share it on your stories, word of mouth, everything, everything. We need all hands on deck for this.
0: And it starts at 9 AM. So before your classes, you can vote yeah. <laughs> on your mobile phone. And yep. Let's go to the class. I yeah, mean, it's, we'll have mobile phones.
1: We'll have polling stations in in other campuses too. So there's a whole, a whole lot of ways you can vote. So yeah,
0: yeah. If you are interested, uh, go to FSU website and you can find a few information to understand this referendum. And at 9 a.m. on March 4th. So. You yep. cannot miss
1: this st- the date. <laughs> yep, fscca referendum. You'll get all the details. We'll have posters. We already have posters mm-hmm. on the campus. Will uh, me and yeah. my team are setting up. Yeah, is on
0: Instagram. Yep. Yes, be Instagram. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So
1: there's yeah, as so we'll be out there telling people why we're doing this. So uh, and if you're interested to know more, obviously there's information on our website to 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 let you know. So
0: that's it. <laughs> it was <Perfect>. hard. <laughs> no, it was not no, hard. No, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much, and thank you, of course, for listening to another episode on the Red Couch podcast. You can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcasts, eh, Apple, Spotify. And of course, watch a episode on our YouTube channel and subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with Fan Show for the Interrobank and Gracias, Pinoza.